Here's, he's like, oh, the window's down a crack. I'm just going to slip this number here <laughs> and give me a call. <laughs> Brunch, hit it, boys. Welcome to the show. Does this work? It seems like it works. This. Oh, uh, I thought you were talking about the soundboard. Uh, your outfit. No, it worked. If, if there's one thing I know, even though we've used it like four times, and one of the times it didn't, it didn't work, work, and we had to re- we had to bring it back to the store. Uh, so you're wearing a leather jacket. We're both murdered out, as you yeah, said. Yeah, we are attending somebody's funeral today. Let's find out who on today's episode of Brunch. Uh, it's a real whodunit. You're wearing a leather jacket. It's... It's a leather jacket, which is really? like a sneaky little thing. It feels, uh, if I believe this was this the this purchase the that you made the gold the Goldblum leather jacket. Yeah. So like it seems like it's a leather jacket for a either either an old man or a um a young man who was young a long time ago. Oh, I know the type of people you're talking about. All right, that's not great then <laughs> no it's i figured i would ease it in with the the podcast i wasn't ready to take it out in the world and then when i was getting dressed this morning i was like i'm never gonna wear this unless i feel any sort unless a i'm just like really feeling myself or b get any indication that it's socially acceptable i think it's socially acceptable i don't think it's socially socially acceptable now like if we were out and about i don't think that i would ah. i don't think i would like second guess it I'd be like, oh, okay, DJ's wearing just like a leather jacket, shirt, or whatever. But like wearing it on the podcast, it's like, what are you trying to prove here, pal? Oh, well, this is good to know. I'm uh, I'm going to two parties this weekend. So how many think you, I actually go to? <laughs> Half. Zero. <laughs> yeah. You'll show up for then. 14 minutes at one and then leave. Bust it out. Uh, but uh, I'll tell you where we should be going is uh, Marie Callendas to celebrate... Peter has been named the uh, funniest uh the funniest hockey player in the world by funniest hockey player slash comedian. Funniest hockey player slash GM slash comedian slash sex symbol oh. slash music guy slash slash, which means include this group includes slash mm-hmm. minus slash because He's famously eliminated, not on the list. He was included, but he didn't make the list. Right, right. Among so all I'm a those better music people, guy than Slash. Right. So Pete was on a list and was uh, this list was the greatest hockey things, and Pete was number one on the list. So uh, cheers are in order. I can't see any of the drops. So I'm just gonna play one. Put some on your head. That's not a bad <laughs> That's one. Not your tongue bad. Slap your brains out trying to get to it. Your tongue can slap your brains out trying to get to it. I man, the uh, second time Geely has has been in my life this week because I'm so mad that I, that we didn't tweet out uh uh turkey, turkey time. time what gobble gobble opening up the legs I'm that, so mad I didn't tweet that on Thanksgiving that is a huge like <laughs> wyd situation yes like you're in bed with Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> It's going well enough that you're in bed with Jennifer Lopez. There's energy. There's sexual energy. Turkey time, gobble, gobble, and opens her legs. W-I-D. I'm gobble, gobbling, obviously. What are we talking about here? You're not thrown by that? I'm definitely thrown by it, but I'm I'm not 
it's it's not throwing me enough to decline the opportunity. I'll just say now here's the classic brunch uh, segment oh, uh, no. relationship <laughs> advice from brunch. I'm not going to get too deep. I just say like as long as everything's appropriate. Right. Say something ridiculous every now and then. Yeah. Say something like it's called spicing it up. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's where so like I'm testing this outfit on uh, brunch. Test some of your jokes in that setting. I saw a tweet yesterday, actually. You kind of have a captive audience. No, not cat. You know what I mean. (laughs) Oh, no. I did see uh, a tweet yesterday that was like, I'm going to start saying, I'm going to come, or am I? (laughs) Just seeing where that goes. So, like, stuff like that. I actually just uh, mix in a uh, a totally unexpected one liner every once. I only while. want to spend one second on this conversation, but I <laughs> yeah. got into an argument with somebody, and I was thinking about this argument today, and I was like, "How do we never discuss this on brunch?" Uh, the past tense of come came. It's cummed, and okay, I pointed that out to somebody, Mm-mm. and it was like a light argument, and I mean, it's there are different words. Yeah. C U M. So it's like it's like hang and hanged. It's yeah. not a big deal. Yeah. But uh, I did. Interesting. I've never thought about that. <laughs> I did. Oh, I, I of course got in an argument uh, with somebody about it, and I uh, did look up the etymology of where did C U M come from? Where did it C O M E from? Yeah, you know okay. where it came from? Yes. You do? No. <laughs> it came from uh, the Brits, of course. Oh, where gross. everything's uh, they would say uh, come off. They'd be like, "I'm gonna come off" or something like that. What? And off there, my, off my uh, my throbbing bell end. <laughs> yes, but it would be C O M E O F F. So in that case, came does work. Yeah. So if you say, uh, "I came," couldn't be me. But if you said that, <laughs> then you are technically correct. You're just talking about a different word, and you're just being a little British. Ooh. So like James Corden when he yells <laughs> at people. Like maybe he says came at some point and it's correct. Or he's I don't like, want to think about that. I have heard, I have heard the Brits say come off it. Yeah, I have heard that. Oh, come off it. Yeah. Put some on your head. <laughs> don't. <laughs> your tongue would slap your brains out trying to get to it. Jesus Christ. Ah! Uh, yeah, fuck the Brits. They're yeah, terrible. I was kind of out on the Brits. Uh, oh, yeah, really over the weekend. You got another fight. So Pete was named the most aggressive soccer Twitter by a magazine, and he got in a fight with Ellie Golding, which uh, not the oh, first Oh, yes. Time. Yeah, the first. Wow. First episode of Brunch, we talked about the Ellie Golding fight. Yeah. Now we have a new chapter. She is so, she's so triggered. She, she hit me with the, uh, with the I don't think about you at all in response to me chirping her uh, soccer team. But she sent it within three minutes. It doesn't hit quite as hard when uh, the response comes within three minutes at like... She came off pretty quick. <laughs> she sure did. Uh, me, handshake, Ellie Golding. Drop it! <laughs> <laughs> there was, did you see, there was a uh, the, the Thanksgiving football game. One of the anthems was done by uh, Trumpet. Really? So did I got anybody... on the old brunch account oh, really? and said, tell you... Actually, it was either... I forget who, if I did it for mine or the brunch account, uh, probably similar impressions either way. Uh, I tweeted, tell you who's loving this anthem. <laughs> German singer Lou Bega. Can't believe I didn't know he was German. Can't believe that, I, and I tell you, I texted Kellen, I was texting Kellen about the Chargers or something, and uh, 
Oh, no, I was texting about why we'd called him. Yeah, right. And he didn't pick up. And uh, he was like, hey, missed your call. Sorry. And I was like, it was about some Lubega nonsense. Don't worry. And he was like, ah, the, the German legend. And I was like, love that everybody knows this. Yeah. And so I'm, I was shocked that you didn't know it. It's like it's like one of the most fun facts in the. Uh, I mean, that goes in the book. Yeah, for sure. We gotta make the book, man. I know we gotta. Fucking we gotta make the book. I don't know. We were so gung ho on making the book. I ain't gonna lie, I'm getting cooked. <laughs> yeah, we just didn't. That was one that we were like, look, we know that we say we're gonna do things and we don't always do them, but this one we're going to do, which is how we should have known. Yeah, we weren't gonna we do it. weren't gonna. Do we're it. gonna do it though. Uh, we still can. I might we, come into some free time in the coming which one is which one's the one that you just played uh i'm getting cooked yeah i ain't gonna lie i'm getting cooked we should make a brunch cookbook and it's just uh like a picture book of all the times people got fucking roasted so i did want to do uh a twitch stream that was like a cooking show yeah and uh i know how to cook the things i know how to cook but i'm like it'd be like if i did like a driving show where like i know how to drive but right. i'm not it's not like a point of pride or something like that so i was gonna you do that famous, for... you famously do zoomies in the car yes right <laughs> actually I, I Vroomies. Could, yeah um but i uh i want to do like a cooking show mm-hmm. that it would be i'd be sincere about trying to cook but i just wouldn't really teach you much and then uh friend of the podcast shane cody was like ah you ever seen the Tim Heidecker cooking show? And I was like, fuck. And I looked at it and I was like, yeah, it's just like a way better version of exactly what I'm talking about. Famously, we've already done a cooking show. Did we? Yeah. D- uh, what's, what's cooking? cooking? Yeah. That's the best cooking show. Yeah, it definitely is. Wait, why, why, do, why, do all my, why do all our ideas revolve around somebody getting cooked? <laughs> yeah. Or Dane Cook. I ain't going to lie. They're good ideas. You know what was a good idea? Glass Onion. I saw that film. You haven't seen it yet. I have not. Oh my god, it was the best. I loved it so much. I will we'll do something on the the stay on the Patreon, patreon.com slash listen to brunch. We're gonna have something later in the week because uh we haven't been able to schedule time A for both to see it and to talk about it. So on this episode we are going to review Falling for Christmas, the new Lindsay Lowen vehicle, mm-hmm. which I know that she's been in stuff lately, but she hasn't there hasn't been like a Lindsay Lohan movie in a decade. A Lindsay Lohan project. Yeah. Uh, as, see, as we in the biz say. I felt like a dick for saying Lindsay Lohan twice. And I felt like I was like, I'm coming off as somebody. I'm coming off uh, as <laughs> somebody who's uh, trying to push that I know how to say her last name. And mm-hmm. I, I always took great pride in that. Uh, Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. And I the only reason I knew how to do it. This was like before the Wikipedia days. Uh, I remember I was watching SNL. And Tina Fey was uh, the weekend update anchor, and she brought in Lindsay Lohan to do a segment. And I was like, she said Lindsay Lohan. Tina Fey rides for that girl. Mm-hmm. There's no way she's chunking the name. I didn't have, I, I don't think chunking was in the, uh, the lexicon yet, but <laughs> I was like, it's got to be that. And then there was a thing recently, it was like, Lindsay Lohan starts TikTok and shocks everybody with something they've been doing wrong forever. Whenever there's a headline like that, it's always saying the name. Yes. And she was just like, hi, everybody, Lindsay Lohan. And the comments were like, love you, babe. You pronounced your name wrong. <laughs> of course. Uh, yeah, we're going to we're gonna uh, do Glass Onion. I'm going to see it at some point this week. And then we're going to, I believe the plan is that we're going to put the video 
straight to YouTube. Yeah. So if you want to subscribe to our YouTube channel, you yeah. can find that uh, wherever That's you find your links. Along. That's yeah, we're doing a lot of YouTube stuff. So uh, we're going to post it straight to the YouTube. Uh, the video will be there. But also, if you're on the Patreon, we will upload like the podcast version of the uh, Glass Onion Review on top of the bonus episode this week. It's not the bonus episode this week, but we will make it available in audio form on top of the YouTube video. Can I, uh, I'll, to anybody who hasn't seen Glass Onion, this isn't a spoiler, but it's a fun little game. I tweeted this, and I think that you're going to be okay with this. Maybe not. I think that, that you're going to benefit from this because uh, you're, we, we, we kind of coexist. But if you follow the stupid content that I make, and what, th- this is part of the brunch universe, but this is something that uh, is, has been on like my channels, then there's a very good chance you're going to be able to solve who did it very early on in the movie. And I was able to solve who did it because of a fun fact that is very big in the brunch universe. Okay. And I don't want to... I ah, I don't... Like, if I give another hint, you're going to be like, okay, so it has something to do with this thing. Yeah, but, don't, don't do too yeah, much. Yeah, if you just keep your eyes peeled, and if you think kind of brunchy, you might say, huh, that's peculiar, and then you're going to figure it out. Okay. But I was texting with Feidelberg after, like, just gushing about this movie. It's as good if not better than the first one. That's what I heard recently, but like... How? How can you do that? It, I just don't... I'm more confused because because like my first exposure to the reviews of this movie were like, oh, it stinks. I mean, like, I, we, we, I saw like two of those early on and I was like, oh, damn it. And now like it's after those first two negative reviews, Everything that I've seen about it has been very positive. I believe it's killing it on Rotten Tomatoes. I think it's I like, think it was like a 91 or something when I, I checked. Yeah, I think it's like 90s for both. All right, 93 with a 92% audience score. Damn. Holy. I, I mean, like, if I'm giving it a numerical score, I'm seriously giving it, like, between, like, a 93 and a 94. It is wow. awesome. All and, right, well. Yeah, I won't... I won't I won't say anything more about it. Yeah, it is, I will, it's now I'm excited. Uh, so YouTube later this week, we'll have the review up there. And then get on the Patreon if you want it in podcast form, patreon.com slash listen to brunch. We had a lot of signups for Patreon last week because of our uh, our fun, our fun phone a friend Thanksgiving, Friendsgiving game. I love that. I mean, sincerely, I'm I would love for more people to get on the Patreon and for like the Patreon to be it's it, it's something that we do and we love it very much and we like uh, interacting with the folks on there. But like, I kind of want the Patreon to become like part of my day. I want to like always be thinking about that and growing it, not just for financial purposes, but uh, exclusively for financial purposes, actually. <laughs> yes. It would just be uh, cool to see like who we can gather and uh well we don't have a reddit or like a like a working active reddit yeah so like i kind of want patreon to be like our reddit except they give us money too so uh this is going to be weird and don't feel bad about this i feel like enough time has lapsed 
you want to start a brunch Reddit back in the day. This isn't like a shock journalism. You're not, no. I'm not like going to screw you over here. But you I want wanted to, start to do it a because brunch. it's a good idea. It was a good idea. But that week, somebody had said uh, something like disparaging about you that made me really mad. Mm-hmm. And I was like, if that person, if like not, if this person, not that this person was going to go on the Reddit, but like, I was like, if anybody goes on there and is just like, I don't like Pete or I don't like DJ. And I think like if we're doing the math internet wise, I'm probably willing to accept that more people would be saying, I don't like DJ or whatever. Like, I just didn't want it to be a place where any bad vibes could happen because I was like, we'll start it and somebody will say some mean stuff about the podcast and we'll be like, fuck, we have to end the podcast because that's someone doesn't like no it. chance. Not at this point. Anyway, I mean, like we're, we're on the Internet. Pal. If we haven't wanted to quit it ourselves, <laughs> right. we're on the Internet. Like people can say mean things and let us see it if they want to. Yeah. And like, I just feel like uh, a brunch Reddit or any sort of brunch community is very uh, welcoming. I hope so. I, uh, I saw on the Circling Back Patreon, uh, right at one time, somebody was like, hey, I just want to say that one of these hosts, like, hasn't been funny recently. And I, like, wasn't holding anything, but I was throwing whatever I was holding against the wall. Because I was like, do you know how much fucking, you got to, like, believe in yourself a little bit to put stuff out there. And you're not always going to have the best episodes and everything. And also, this person was wrong, because I was thinking, I was like, yo, this person has ramped up this part of their game and i fucking love it so not everybody's going to agree and i guess i'm just saying that uh the internet makes everybody more sensitive we've talked about that mm-hmm. and i don't know positive vibes but i love all the brunch people yeah, i've never I mean, like, and i'm not worried about it. i was just named one of the five funniest comedians on in hockey that's that's true you're one of the five people say like tim allen you say oh. <laughs> that's right and they say lou Bega, and i say trumpet and you say Put some on your hair. <laughs> Marie Callender's. Um, uh, speaking of circling back, the boys did a... Uh, we have a little brunch crossover, circling back crossover content, because the boys did a Christmas song draft, which is a great idea. And I saw some discourse about it on Twitter, and I was like, fuck, I have to skip this episode, because if... I, I don't want to judge, and I don't want to hear, like... Will Chunk a Pick or Dave Not Know Who Sings a Certain Song. Uh, I don't know why I always default to Dylan being perfect in my mind. Like, even in that example. I'm pretty sure I know why. I mean, it's a two-way street. That guy's got something. <laughs> There's, uh, He's got a way about him. You both have praise kinks, and you just, like, <laughs> only praise each other. Wait, what did you say? You both have praise kinks. <laughs> what? Oh, I thought you said praise king. And I was like, is a praise king somebody who just, like, <laughs> who, like, you would say to them, you dropped this, but they're praising you? Yes. Is Dylan it's my like, praise king? Yes. <laughs> You're each other's praise kings. I would love to do some sort of praise king content where Dylan and I dress up as kings and just like kind of hit the town. Hell yeah. Take care of each other. Just sit at like at two ends of a very long table. Yeah. And you're just shouting compliments at each other across the table. I don't know why. You know what song is playing as we do that? It says famously isn't a Christmas song. What song? You know the Fifty Shades song uh, that um, The Weeknd did? Yeah. I want to say it was like a Max Martin one. Yeah. Yeah. You deserve it. 
<laughs> I mean, that's the biggest praise King song ever. That's a good song. And he does like that like thing where you don't sing a note, but it's just like so implied. He does like, scare you and, and you just hear the, man, me and Dylan just table got that uh, 50 shades weekend going. Are we doing like big robes? I love that I'm asking you about this. Like, I mean, yeah. I mean, if you're dressed like a king, like it's a common idea. I guess that, it's. I guess the the king's wardrobe is up to the king's interpretation, right? Now, the question is, who else? Like, are you there? No, or, I think it's just you guys. It's just one long table, and you, both of you are sitting at the head of the table. We can't on have like ends. I was gonna say we can't have like Will as server, but then that's a little disparaging. Yeah, and then if. Uh, he brings us our stuff and I'm like, thanks, Will, you're doing a great job. Is Dylan like, guess we're praising everybody. <laughs> yeah, right. No, it's, this can't be like a Jerry situation. Will is not your butler. Dylan, love you, Praise King. <laughs> Praise King is such a good name. Uh, but uh, I did a, a reaction video. I watched their... Christmas song draft, did a little reaction, and then did uh, draft grades. And it was a very fun time. Just because watching any sort of circling back content makes me laugh. I had to edit out a lot of laughing. A lot. It's some at one point, like they make a lot of jokes that aren't funny. And Dave, I believe, says, uh, "This is just shoot around right now. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone just chucking up whatever they feel like." But they they did a, a good job drafting those Christmas songs. And man, where'd you put it on? Uh, I sent it to Randy. Oh, okay. Said, do all it, you, what you will. Do it, Video King. <laughs> do it, Content King. It was like uh, maybe like 10-ish minutes or something like that. I was okay. like, it could, maybe you could try to make it a reel, but... I was going to say put it on the Patreon, or uh, put it on the uh, YouTube. I was going to... Yeah, th- that's that's what I was thinking. I don't know if you're allowed to do like joint YouTube posts. Can you do that the way you can on Instagram? No idea. Yeah, so get on the uh, brunch YouTube. We definitely know what we're doing. The brunch Patreon as well. Patreon.com slash listen to brunch. Um, this, this podcast is famously called Brunch. Mm-hmm. And people ask why. And it's because of food. Because we're we are technically show. in the food category in, uh, in like Spotify or Apple. How did that podcast. happen? Was that? I think it was just like by default. And it just was like, ah, this sounds like a food podcast. And I've tried to switch it like nine times and don't know how to. Interesting. Uh, somebody said to me the other day, they were like, uh, hey, I know brunch has been around for a while, but I feel like brunch could like really kill it. And it kind of stunned me that that idea still hasn't left my brain. Because I was like, oh yeah, totally. If we buckle down, <laughs> we're it's, like number one. It's like Chase Daniel being like, I could win an MVP. Yeah. <laughs> like the kids in high school that are like, yeah, yeah, you know why I get seized? Because I don't fucking try like you losers. <laughs> But I'm like, yeah, damn. And like, we've talked about like, if we really like uh, did a better job of like organizing the movie content, put it out there, like got a social media guy. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely agree that if we were smarter we were and better, we could definitely do it. Definitely. Not even if we're smarter, just better. Uh, so glass onions coming. Uh, but uh, have you eaten today? I have not. I'm not a big morning eater. Yeah. But I'm also saving myself. For a chicken tender basket. That's what I was gonna say. We're going to. We've been watching those uh, those football matches, U.S. men's soccer team, and uh, without disclosing where we're watching the match today, there's a place that has a very interesting chicken basket, and it's 
It is interesting. It was it's like two breasts. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Uh like it's like two like chicken patty kind damn of. near made me come off <laughs> jesus christ uh but those br- two you're gonna say that thousands of times today during the course of the soccer game yeah uh, come off yo yeah big time oh come off man. yeah uh it's like basically like two chicken patties that are deep fried with like a very crunchy exterior base. I think it's uh I think they do like a uh I think it's like a pickle brine type oh, situation. Because okay. it's because the uh the chicken good. is very juicy. Yes. But it's got that rough exterior. You're Kinda very horny of, talking about this chicken basket. You're just thinking two breasts, I'm gonna come off. Uh what else did you just mention? Rough oh juicy. Exterior. Oh juicy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's real moist. It is. It's the uh it's it's like a uh it's like a Chick-fil-A type thing. Kind sort of. of. Crunchier. The the exterior is harder. Yes. But it's got it's got something about it. So uh look at us. We're a couple of chicken basket praise kings. <laughs> Let me ask you. Okay. I strolled past a Cafe Nero. Mm-hmm. It's my local Cafe Nero. Everyone has theirs. Yeah, because they're literally on every corner. It's crazy. Come off at Cafe Nero. And uh they're just coming off a fire. <laughs> They, they, uh, I mean, Sean Kingston saw that place and was like, even for me, somebody call the call. Yeah. I mean, nine one one. That is that thing was fire burning. No dance floor anymore. Famously, there was a fire, uh, but there were signs. I texted to you and I was like, this is kind of a little brunchy. There were signs that said closed for renovations, <laughs> which like technically, yes, but I don't think you can say close for renovations when it's uh, mandatory renovations. That's not that's not a renovation. That's a good call. It's Ryan saying that uh, he's been uh, doing some work in the community. Yeah, famously, <laughs> at Mitchell Miller playbook as well. Yes. Uh, no, it, renovations are like, hey, we'd like to we'd like to change a few things up around here. Not, hey, my house just burned down. And I wonder, like, they could be saying, I mean, while we have to fix this place, yeah. We might as well true. do a couple of more things, but but it, that doesn't that doesn't work when there's no existing. Yes, I think that like if it's not functional, it's not a renovation. And like I'm just like yo, just like admit you had a fire. It's not embarrassing, <laughs> right? Yeah. Or you could say well, that's a little embarrassing. Restoration, maybe restoration. Yeah, that could work. Those trying to restore. Yeah, uh, this place. They probably but, don't make those signs in bulk. <laughs> I mean, these things were printed. These were. Just so be honest. they made it a choice. Yeah. yeah. Be honest. Be honest with us. What do you think you're hiding? We can see inside the store. Exactly. It's, it was on fire. Put some on your head, man. Um, you want to talk about uh, Falling for Christmas? Yeah, let's do it. Falling for Christmas is a 2022 American Christmas rom-com. It's directed by Janine Damien in her directorial debut. So some congrats are in order for uh, Janine there. It famously stars Lindsay Lohan. And uh, if you know this podcast at all, we love ourselves some streaming Christmas movies. We also love a good comeback story. Yes. I mean, this one isn't totally up our alley. We do lean gay streaming Christmas movies. True. But this one's heterosexual. Whatever. We'll include everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lindsay Lohan plays uh, Sierra, the heiress to a 
real estate fortune, specifically hotels. Her father is uh, what's his name? As something uh, Belmont is the last Beauregard Belmont. Yes, and she's figuring out what to do with her life. She's kind of just floating through life. She doesn't want for anything. She has all this money, and uh, she's dating a an influencer named Tad. And we'll talk later about how these streaming Christmas movies can lay certain things on pretty thick, but Tad kind of sucks, and she's figuring out what she wants to do. Meanwhile, there is a guy named Jake who owns a struggling ski lodge, and he's really getting squeezed out by Beauregard Belmont's massive empire. He's trying to make deals, trying to do whatever he can to save this family business of his, for he was left it by his late wife's parents Mm -hmm. and he's there with his daughter and a woman who is is that his mother-in-law or it's his mother-in-law so he is uh he's a real trooper that guy sticks around he does a good guy and he lightly hints at sometimes i think of not sticking around so you're rooting for something to come into his life and uh wouldn't you know it sierra while on a skiing trip with tad gets in a skiing accident Gets amnesia, can't remember who she is, what she is, found by Jake. Jake nurses her back to health, and we think maybe there could be some romance there. It's got a 58 on Rotten Tomatoes. Not amazing. What about audience score? It's a 60 audience score. Okay. which Slight bump. If we're being honest, we're going to discuss this film more. If we're being honest... 60 is about where I would clock it. I didn't hate it, but uh, it's not an amazing movie. I would come in below 60. Uh, it is, for me, a very, very paint-by-numbers sort of movie that doesn't really have an original thought in its head. Oh, boy, does it not. And you you were texting me as you were watching it. You were like, man, there are like specific jokes, even. They, are, they, have, they have lifted very specific jokes in this movie. Uh, it does not have an original thought. It does not have any sort of brain power whatsoever to it. If you're a, a, a suburban wine mom, you might love it. Otherwise, it's not really for me. What if... I have you a low bar with a these kind of movies too, <laughs> and can't remember anything. And this is the first movie you watch. You might like it. You'll it be might like, be re- relatable and the best movie you've this seen. This is just a robust, thoughtful, <laughs> clever. There actually is one good joke. There's one good joke in this movie. Okay. Uh, I was going to say, do you know what it is? But you're looking at me like. There's one good joke in this movie. Okay. Uh, she's in the hospital. Can't remember where she is, who she is, any of this. And there's a scene where uh, Jake, who found her, the nurse and the sheriff say, she's a Jane Doe. We don't know what to do with her. And the three of them argue over has to, who has to be stuck with her. Yes. They're like, I don't want this person. Well, I don't want this person. Are you seeing this person? Looks like Lindsay Lohan. I don't want that. I'm like, hey. Uh, so um, Jake takes her home to the ski lodge, and he's like, oh, I might have some clothes for you. People leave some uh, clothes here by accident sometimes. And Lindsay Lohan picks up a uh, scarf that's kind of ugly and says, I don't think someone left this here by accident. That's really funny. Congratulations. Someone the was way. there and they were like, yo, this scarf sucks. I'm leaving it it's here. It's their scarf. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It was a sweater, right? No, it was a scarf. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, sure. Like, fuck that. I'm, I'm getting rid of this. I mean, if that's the funniest joke you got <laughs> out of like a two-hour movie. Oh, dude, I like quickly hit pause. I was like getting my notes. I was like, <laughs> good joke. Um, I believe that this movie is called Falling for Christmas because uh, in like every two scenes, there's somebody who falls down. Yeah. And makes it funny. Some like, real training camp David Posternox. A rookie camp, I should say. About like 45% of all human inter- interactions in this movie come immediately after somebody falls down. Should we make a uh, a trailer for this movie and with it's uh, just, Heim falling? Yes, and it's just all the, the montages of people falling down. It'll be a 14-minute trailer. Or we could do uh, Falling for Christmas, but every time someone falls, Heim sings Falling. <laughs> yes. And... That'd be amazing. That'd be a be great, like, great clip. Hi, my name's Sierra. Uh, don't stop. No one ever gave up. <laughs> uh, okay. So um, this guy, Tad, he's an influencer. Yeah. And if streaming Christmas movies do anything, it's lay on extremely thick that the boyfriend sucks. Yes. This guy is throwing hissy fits, screaming at people driving over pedestrians like stealing money from dogs just doing everything possible for you to be like you know what she may be dating this guy but i don't like her and i hope she gets better no i don't like her no i'm just kidding (laughs) i misspoke um there is uh, an homage to uh mean girls in which uh they're in the car jingle bell rock is playing yeah she sings along and this guy who sucks is like, oh, you're pitchy. Nothing makes me angrier than when people say pitchy. That's like one person can say that. It's Randy Jackson. Also, just like uh, once again, not an not an original idea in this movie's head. It's this is the uh, this is ma- basically the the stepbrothers. Yeah. Thing. So yeah, you're you're being a little pitchy and uh, you're ruining you're ruining this car ride karaoke. Really, uh, really annoying. There is a good scene though where Jake is pitching. Um, uh, Beauregard on hey can you help a brother out and he goes to him they're on the slopes and he says uh, Mr. Belmont I'm Jake and he said oh yeah you're the guy that's been calling me a million times trying to get a meeting with me and he said yes I, I would just love a minute of your time and he said sure if you beat me to the bottom of the run and then he takes off and then there's like a cute little race scene between these two dudes and the next time someone asks if they can talk to me for a second I'm absolutely going to be like, yes, if you win and then start running and just see what happens. <laughs> I love that move. Just start, just like sprint away. And they're like, you know what? This was going to be for a business thing. I don't know if I, I want to be, I in, business be in business with this business person. Yeah. He runs at the first time of human interaction. And if you do that, you have to make sure that you have like a, a strong running style and you have speed. Like uh, Phoebe. Yes, right. If you do not want to be pulling away like Phoebe. Phoebe or, I hate to say it, the daughter from Taken. Oh, yeah. You ever seen her run? Yeah, Runs sure like an idiot. <laughs> uh, the influencer stuff and the social media stuff is extremely how do you do fellow kids. Yeah, 100%. It's a lot of like, the phone's making a noise and he's like, oh, wait, hold on a second. I'm not trending enough. I have to take another selfie. And he, when he's meeting her dad, he gets a little beep and he goes, huh trending yeah it's like that's not how it works although there is a there is a cool scene in that scene uh beauregard says to tad when he's explaining what he does he's like i'm an influencer i do this i do this and then and he's like ah so you're a salesman mm. and he's like oh i'm not a salesman and i'm like yo influencing do be salesmen and they do yeah that's that's what it is yeah it's what it is um so uh 
she slides backward when they're 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 skiing, and uh, Tad's an idiot. Doesn't know how to do anything. They're it's, they're they're lightly skiing. They're yeah. more like cross country skiing Falling up a mountain. Style. Yeah, for, somehow. Uh, and she, he proposes at the top of the mountain. Gives her a oh, fat yeah. ring, big ring that doesn't and, fit. Yeah, by fat I mean it's just way way too big for her finger. Uh, and there's an accident in which she it, it, like it starts snowing and she starts sliding backwards yeah on the skis and he like falls through the mountain basically and she falls off the mountain and like has a very violent collision with a tree famously i don't ski so i'm left to assume that that's what skiing is <laughs> probably She's like, well, I'm More skiing backwards now. She's skiing backwards, and she like falls down the entire mountain, and then goes headfirst into a tree, and like, so that would have killed her. She slides back. She falls backwards, slides uh, down like a slowy cliff, and then hits a tree and get and concusses herself. Babes in Toyland ass movie. That's true. Not original. That's true. I liked it better when Drew Barrymore did it. And then they went ended up in like some like psychotic world instead of like. A cute little Airbnb or it's a, like a bed and breakfast. It's a little bed and breakfast. Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of nice. Uh, they do keep checking on what happens to the boyfriend, though. He ends up with a uh, a, a kind of loner. An outdoorsman. A recluse. Yeah. yeah. And they keep checking in on what he's doing, and I'm like, yo, she's going to fall for Jake. Why, this, like, this, Why do we care about this Tad's guy? Tad's done. They could have just killed him. <laughs> yeah. That would have been awesome. That would have been great. What I don't think he, anybody would have been upset. They, yeah, this outdoorsman finds him. And he is like, they like start up like this like little bromance that like could have went somewhere cool. There's like a there's kind of a meet a meet cute with them. Yeah, like like they're completely polar opposites. One guy doesn't like the internet, doesn't like being on the grid, and I thought that they were gonna like take that in a direction where it's okay. This guy is teaching Tad to be more of a normal human who doesn't live inside his phone. But no, like Tad just ends up being the same exact guy. They just spend they waste like twenty minutes of the movie following them for no reason i will give them some credit for just being interesting in that i think the premise becomes interesting because she's gone no one's looking for her seemingly i guess uh her dad's out of town so why would anybody say where is this person yes she uh but she's gone no one knows who she is this guy jake had bumped into her earlier in the movie but she was wearing sunglasses and then tad Threw a little bitch fit in his face, so he doesn't know who she is. And uh, the doctor says that through doing regular tasks, you might get to be triggered by some memory or something like that. So they give her regular tasks to do, but because she doesn't do anything normally, she doesn't know how to do anything. Mm-hmm. That's kind of I think that's 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 pretty interesting. Yeah, I mean it's it's not like it's not the worst plot. Uh, the thing there though is uh her quote-unquote regular tasks is uh free labor for the uh for the bed and breakfast yeah well so it's this this nice guy there for free this nice guy jake who's built up to be like this knight in shining armor is exploiting a disabled person for free labor for his struggling his struggling bed and breakfast i mean he also has his daughter work there and she's like yeah, one year so old maybe not the best uh maybe Maybe not the best guy. Truly, I think that there could be some like "Don't worry, darling." There, where the mother-in-law is actually the brains behind the head, it. the head honcho. Yeah, I think that uh, she's she's behind it all. And uh, if the movie's like twenty minutes longer, she ends up killing Jake. <laughs> it's like it's my turn now. Uh, 
I'll tell you what, though. Sierra does get big horny. She says, uh, I don't think, uh, she says, I don't think I've ever met anyone like you before, because if I had, I would definitely remember it. There's some, like, cool little memory lines. That's It's kind of cute. Yeah, but that's also like, no, you wouldn't, because you don't remember anything. Yeah, he's like, ah, idiot. No. (laughs) (laughs) It seems very presumptuous. It's like she she doesn't remember anything, but she seems to know that she hated her life before. They do get in some sort of... uh, I mean, they're growing very close, and I mean very close. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. I was thinking, I was like, at some point, they're just going to cut away to a sex scene, right? Uh, Listen, I... The, it, the acting in this movie wasn't very good. We can be honest about it. Um, there wasn't a whole lot of chemistry between the two leads here. Mm-mm. But boy, did they let you know that they were they were falling for each other. I mean, there were so many scenes plainly where spoken. The score did a did the, the heaviest lifting in <laughs> yes, this movie. Yeah. There's one scene where he's like uh, he had said something mean to her, which I'll say in a second. But he said something mean to her, and then later he's like, you know what? Let's decorate the tree. And she's like, but what about, and he, she was like, but you said, and he said, I know what I said. Let's decorate the tree. And there's this like great, nice music under it. If you said something really mean to me, and then after it was like, let's record the podcast. And I was like, but you said, and you were like, I know what I said. Let's record the podcast. Let's record the podcast. We got a job to do. I'd be like. (laughs) God, this is worse than I thought. <laughs> right? If I was Lindsay Lohan in that in that scene, I'd be like, uh, "Free labor, okay, yeah. fine." <laughs> yeah, right. He's like, yeah. he's got errands to run. <laughs> Get the fucking ladder, <laughs> dummy. Uh, the thing that he says to her because he's saying that he wants to give up on the North Star and she's saying you can't do it. It's the North Star Lodge. Yeah, uh, it's the name of the lodge. And she's like, you can't do it. People make memories here. And he says, uh, it's the best line. Oh, I know what it is. What do you know about memories? You can't even remember your name. Oh. Fucking roasted. I ain't gonna lie, I'm getting cooked. Wow. <laughs> My God. <laughs> Absolutely roasted. You've just driven into fuckville. <laughs> Man. He got harassed. And then that, like one minute later was like, now let's decorate the fucking tree. <laughs> We know who wears the pants. In and this she's like, but you said he's like, oh, look who has a memory. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I I do love the, the memory aspect. I also think it's an interesting aspect to like have two people fall in love. And then uh, as they're about to go in for the kiss for the first time, they're about to consummate yeah. the this this newfound love. He's like, oh, wait, shit. What if you have a boyfriend? Oh, I was like, huh? Hadn't really thought about that being a a a, a question mark in the mix there. I think that. Uh, I mean, I, I, as long as everyone's consenting, adult, I think that uh, you're fair game there. Yeah, but I I would understand like uh, if you have no idea what's back at home waiting for yeah, you. Yeah, that's true. It's I like was a, just about to say, I think, like, fair game to smash. But then I was like... It's fair game for him. Like, he doesn't have to care. It shows his character that he does care. Yeah. Uh, there could be some real seem, trauma. She didn't seem concerned. <laughs> yeah. there. I mean, th- th- there could be some real trauma there if you're in, like, a long-term and, like, very loving relationship. And then also catch feelings for another person, which is a thing that can happen to human beings. Uh, but if you had known that you were in that long-term relationship, it's unlikely you would actually act on those feelings. So if, if you learned after, like, fuck, I chunked it when I didn't mean to, 
Yeah. I could see, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say, yeah, don't even kiss. Yeah, it's like you don't want to, uh, you don't want to take the chance. You can wait, wait to find out. And that's why, that's what he said. So, like, Jake, I know he exploits exploits disabled people for free labor mm-hmm. or and and uh underage children for free labor that was that was a high character move yeah uh so he does snap out of this little bitch fit that he's uh having <laughs> and uh at uh the suggestion of his little daughter uh decides slash to coworker slash <laughs> yeah slash number one employee they uh because employee famously the, the daughter is a way better employee than sierra oh, yeah. oh, sierra yeah. Sucks. Can't even do laundry. I yeah, I mean laundry. I could see people messing up, but I mean the the, the scene where with the skis where she knocks over the skis. Oh I my was like, god! I've seen yo, that you know how times. to walk. <laughs> yeah. I think also her her uh, trying to crack an egg. If you've seen anybody trying to crack an egg, you know that you just don't slam it on the pan. Yeah, I mean anything that you, you don't know, know how to do that egg. Yeah. Anything that you don't know how to do, you generally will Observe. do gently, or like it, right. If it's it's like your first time driving, you don't just slam it on, on the it. gas. Yeah, you have to like. I mean, the person who's teaching you to drive eventually has to like take their hand and put it on your foot and be like, "It's okay." Yeah, move the fucking car. There are minimum speed limits. <laughs> yes, uh, but uh, they decide to solve the problem at the North Star the way they would in any college movie. That's by throwing a party where people just give them money. Mm-hmm. And famously. Also, they in there's like a so Jake is a really well-known person around town and they give off like this very small town sort of He's an uh, analog influencer if you will. Yes, yeah, right. Yeah, he's a local influencer IRL. Um and it really comes off as like a small town sort of vacation town that people come in, but like the people that are there and live there they know them. Yeah. Like they know everybody. Yeah. And uh, everybody knows Jake. Nobody knows Sierra. Correct. Nobody knows Sierra. And like Sierra's in town for the weekend or something. Does I believe she live so. There? She doesn't live there, right? There's talk about, there's vague talk about the city and other places, but I don't think we know where they live. But you would think that like she is the, uh, the heiress to, she's essentially Paris Hilton. Mm. she's essentially paris hilton uh and she's famous enough that like the media cares about her a lot yep but nobody in that small town which has a belmont hotel yeah basically taking over it nobody knows who she is there is some uh there is some real leaps that the viewer needs to take with this movie in terms of the missing aspect, the missing person element mm-hmm. of of this film, there's a lot of a uh, Superman versus Clark Kent stuff going on too, where it's like because she's not wearing fancy clothes, nobody sees her. Right? Why do they call? Why do they start calling her Sarah? By the way, because they just tried out a name. Oh, and Sarah's the closest one. Yeah, and it happens to be very, very close to Sierra. Sierra's a nice name, by the way. It is a nice name. I also like Sarah as a name. I also like Sierra Mist. I do like Sierra Mist. Yeah, it gets a bad rap. Um, so they end up finding her, thank God, and uh, Tad's there, and Beauregard's there. They throw a big press conference to discuss that she was both found and that she's engaged, and the media 
is all excited about like Tad being there because he's a, an influencer. Yeah. And they're all like, how cool. And all the questions are like, Sierra, so you're with Tad? Let me tell you a little something. Been in the media for a minute. The media would not be like that. They no. would be like, who the f- if you throw an influencer our way, we're like, all right, who is this person I'm supposed to know who it is now? If any and what influencer, do they do? if any influencer has a press conference that is yeah. covered by television, yes, the television have, people don't know they have fucked up, right? Because, I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. like it's the the old versus the new, right? So yeah. like the old can deal with like you if you give me like a real celebrity, that's a good point. I'd yeah. be like amazing, but there, I mean, I text you so many times and say, who is this person? Am I supposed to know who they are? Yeah, like, just from friends making a, a reference to somebody, and you'll be like. Oh, they're like seriously like the twentieth most famous person in the world right yeah. now, and I just don't know. Right. But if you give me, uh, if you give me like Logan Miller, <laughs> the like, and I say this lovingly, like the sea and rising list actor, yes. I'm like, holy smokes, Logan <laughs> Miller's here. It's a good point. I hadn't really, I hadn't really thought too much about it. I was checked out of the movie by this point. <laughs> what do you mean? Why? <laughs> Um, they do, uh, so, spoiler alert, turns out Lindsay Lohan's character likes the other guy better once get, once having full knowledge of, of both of them, the influencer and the, uh, bread and breakfast owner, uh, she decides that she likes the bed and breakfast owner better and they let you know this by doing a, hey, in case you missed it montage of stuff that happened throughout the entire movie I've been watching. They did give. They did do a, a brief clips episode <laughs> yes. in the middle of this movie. They did like a, a last week yes, on yeah. falling for Christmas. It's like this is a two-hour movie. I've been here the whole time, man. I've had some hard times. You haven't hard had hard times. Name one, and then they go to like <laughs> eight minutes of hard times that she had. Yes. So. uh that was that was a choice. My boyfriend might stink. Your boyfriend might stink. How? Here's Eight him minutes. pushing you off a mountain. Yeah, <laughs> man, Tad. Um, so uh, Jake runs out as she's leaving and uh, gives this impassioned speech that the windows rolled up so he doesn't see that he's accidentally giving it to Tad, mm-hmm. uh, which sucks because I wouldn't never want to have to speak any words to Tad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, what he says is, and here's where we get into the originality questions. Mm-hmm. I know we barely know each other, and you're probably going to think I'm crazy for saying this. Hey, is there any pop song that uh, might uh, paraphrase that at all? One Carly Rae Jepsen may have an idea. He literally, not literally, but he like kind of literally says, hey, I just met you and this is crazy. <laughs> here's- He's like, oh, the window's down a crack. I'm just going to slip this number here and give me a call (laughs) Uh, but alas uh tad hears it and he's like uh i have other plans toodaloo and i'm like tad you look shit right now first of all the outfit for that press conference oh he was wearing like a prince's horrible i don't know what the hell that was and his hair was just like it looked fake way down he looked like when uh in Seinfeld, when they the the water pressure is off, yes, yes, that's exactly what he looks it's like. Just yeah. like flat it's and down like and moppy, <laughs> bad. Tad, you look shit, my guy. Uh, but 
it's all right because they end up getting together. I can't even remember how they get together. She just like he meets her in the courtyard. Uh, he, oh yeah, he goes. It's one of the classic like he goes back and she's there. Yep. Uh, and he he brings mistletoe in his pocket and like dangles it above her head, and it's like my brother in Christ, don't like that. You guys have been like on the verge of kissing for months. You've been so non problematic this entire yeah. time, and your move is your finishing move is mistletoe. Yeah. It's about the implication. <laughs> oh my! Yeah, like the. Yeah, that was, was so uh, good. That's a weird, like I'm cornering you move. Now or never, babe. <laughs> Fuck off. Troublesome. We Jake is really painted as this knight in shining armor, but we have evidence it's all to relative. suggest it's all like he's better than Tad. Yeah, right. But I'll tell you what, Tad. Other than like keep wearing this ugly ring, Tad isn't putting much pressure on her to do anything she doesn't want to do. That's true. He's just like my way or the highway kind of guy. Yeah. He just sucks to be around. <laughs> yeah, right. But whatever. <laughs> right. It's relationships. Um, fortunately, they end up together. And it's it's good because, I mean, she's got the bankroll. He's got the, the dreams. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to have a very nice marriage. What do you think about a uh, sequel potential here? I mean, her being the stepmom to somebody who is a hundred times smarter than her would be a pretty good movie. I think the sequel ha- would have a lot of potential to be better than this one. One, because this movie sucks. Uh, <laughs> two, it was shoot around for Lindsay Lohan. And maybe she's getting back in the the shooting groove. Yeah. So I would like to see a sequel that uh, just centers around the bed and breakfast, their developing relationship, get Tad out of the equation, Let's throw a different kind of maybe let's get a look a little creative for the first time in our life and throw something different in the mix. I could see it. I mean, this movie is definitely going to be popular on Netflix, it's gonna have good streaming numbers because of the Lindsay Lohan appeal. So I wouldn't I wouldn't rule out a sequel. All right, that's falling for Christmas. If uh, you're watching this on YouTube, subscribe, please, and check out the brunch podcast. You can find it wherever you find your podcasts. What do you uh what's your letterbox sco- score? Oh, um, ooh, uh, two. I would put this movie in like the forty range, so I would give it two stars. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'll, I'll say two and a half, which does yeah. feel feel high. It's it's just sounds For, like a forty. Honestly, feels high for me. Like the the acting was bad. Not an original movie. Um, like the jokes mostly weren't funny. Mm-hmm. Um, just like not a lot going in here. Yeah. Um. Did you see the trailer for A Castle for Christmas? That that played after the movie ended. No. You stuck around full post-credits? I had to do the whole thing. Full post-credits? I mean, they even had a blooper I'm reel. I'm a movie reviewer. I needed to to know everything. That's true. That's fair. They had a blooper reel that was clearly like a, oh, we've got two funny bloopers. Let's make a blooper reel. And it like was a, more of just like a montage of them like having fun on goofing set. Goofing around, yeah. Yeah, which I, I appreciate that because I'm like, even if they're making a bad thing, they're like, oh, let's be cute. Like, one of the things... Um, it was just like Lindsay Lohan getting ready for uh, a scene. It was just like like looking at the camera and smiling and waving. And I was yeah. like, that's so cute. She did seem to have like in that blooper reel, she seemed to have like big hope I can still do this energy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's t- I mean, she has been through hell a million times over. So I could see how like when you try to get back in the game, you you might kind of be walking a little funny yeah and especially like, like, I, did, I didn't watch this with any sort of pressure for her to be no good. no definitely not and i don't think that she was but i am rooting no. for her yeah and uh i think that 
it was it was palatable. Like it was enough for me to be like she she can still do this, but it kind of probably has to she has to ease her way back in, or she has to do stuff like this in order till she feels more comfortable. But like I'm I'm happy that she's happy, and I'm happy that she's back in the game. Yeah, uh, but the, the so the Castle for Christmas trailer. It was this uh, Scottish movie where Brooke Shields, famously not Scottish, is uh, there, and there's like a prince who she's with or is being courted by. And uh, the prince, or the, whichever this person is supposed to be, is uh, played by Carrie Elwes. And tell you what, he ain't Scottish either. But Brooke Shields is like playing an American, and he's putting on a Scottish voice. Carrie Elwes, that is the guy... Uh, Dr. Gordon. Dr. Gordon. I don't know. Princess Bride. I never saw yeah, Princess Bride, I, but he's that guy. Yeah, I know who. I know exactly who he's. Uh, yeah. That's who I was thinking. But in Saw, he's Dr. Gordon. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but I'm like, yeah, yeah. he's really... I mean, you want to talk about laying it on thick. He's like, ah, well, I'm Scottish or something. <laughs> I just did Irish. But uh, he was really, like, throwing on... Do, do Scots have a brogue? Uh, it's, I don't think it's, so. It's, a, it's aggressive. It's like, something it's, very it's, thick. It's like abrasive. And it, no, I was going to say it's lovely. No, it is It is nice, but it is like, it's it's harsh. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There's a, it's, it, a har- it's a hard accent to do if you're not Scottish. They say it with their chest. <laughs> yes, right. Quite a bit. So uh, we might have to review that at some point. If because... we can make it through the Scots, the Scottish accent, because... Do, imagine Carrie Elwes and Brooke Shields do Scottish accents. So Brooke Shields plays an American. <laughs> okay, good. Thank and, God. Yeah, which I mean, it is funny. Like you, you always see uh, Brits doing American accents, which is kind of unfair. But it's also just so I'm so impressed that uh, British people can do American accents. I'm barely, I, I barely understand how I can do an American accent. <laughs> it's the weirdest way of talking. But yeah. uh, but you don't see Brits having to do like. Irish or Scottish. It's it's either you do the complete change or you don't do anything at all. Mm-hmm. What if they? I don't know. I wonder why why it needs to be Scotland. Why could they, they? They're like, all right, we've got this cast. Uh, it's really not well suited for this uh, movie. Could we just change the location? And they're like, sorry, already booked it. There's a lot of Scottish food in that we've already ordered. <laughs> Nobody, it, 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 there would just be all sorts of uh, what is, uh, continuity issues. <laughs> yeah. This is, uh, no. So, uh, yeah, watch these movies and uh, watch Glass Onion and check out the Brunch Patreon and the Brunch YouTube because we will have Glass Onion content this week. Appreciate you. Bye. Come off it.